nation. In the book of Bereshis, all of Avram Avinu's descendants constituted a family, eventually called B'nai Yisrael. In the book of Shmos that we begin this week, this family, our family, growing into millions of people, arrived in their own homeland, thus became a nation, the nation of Israel. This nation survived and sometimes thrived for over 1,300 years, enduring a relatively brief exile and fighting off multiple enemies while building two commonwealths. The destruction of the second commonwealth ended our physical nationhood as we lost our land but remained a people, not a race, but a people, a scattered, dispersed, and despised group united in belief in God and Torah and remembering our history, the revelation at Sinai, and our two destroyed commonwealths. Those Jews who adhered to Torah remained part of the Jewish people. The progeny of those who left Torah eventually, after a generation or two or three, were no longer part of the Jewish people. As our new minister of defense, a secular Israeli Jew, explained recently, had his great-grandparents not kept the orthodox traditions of Torah observance in their host country, he would not be a Jew today in Israel. The renewal of our nationhood 75 years ago, after 2,000 years as a people in exile, has made it much easier for Jews to have Jewish descendants even if they are non-observant, simply because it is more likely that they will not intermarry, as most of those who live in Israel are Jewish. Still, there are challenges. There are millions of non-Jews in Israel, and the law of return, if not amended, allows non-Jews to easily immigrate to Israel if they have even one Jewish grandparent. This has permitted scores of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, of non-Jews to become full citizens in our nation, increasing the chances of intermarriage for secular Jews. At the same time, there are over one million Israelis who have abandoned the country, living all over the world, mostly in Western secular societies, where there is a 70% or more chance of intermarriage. Their descendants may be lost both to the Jewish people and to our nation. Much has been made of the lack of support of Jewish people around the world for the state of Israel and what can be done about it. But the truth is that the only way to connect diaspora Jews with Israel is to teach them Torah and religion, to have them pray in a synagogue, and to give their children a Jewish education. Debates on college campuses and letters to Congress will only go so far. Only a Jew who is committed to Torah will always be devoted to our nation. Halacha allows a Jew to leave the land of Israel in order to make a living if he cannot do so here. Years ago, when an Israeli rabbi who cannot earn a living wage locally asked his leader about a job opportunity teaching Torah in Europe, he received permission to emigrate. But when he asked Chazonish in Bnei Brak, Chazonish replied, a Jew should live in Eretz Israel. If any Jew today, anywhere, claims that he has no relative who married out he simply does not know his more distant cousins. For today, there is no house without one dead. Everyone is affected. All Jews are part of our people, and if they would become part of our nation state, their future would be more guaranteed. With the Messiah on his way, let us join and rejoice in our nation. Shabbat Shalom.